Do you believe in miracles? Got fizzle in the house. Fizzle, what what's fizzle? good, man? Fizzle, glad to have you here. Let's go. This the South Harmon Podcast. Glad you here today. Hit that Patreon link if you here to stay. Dynasty best ball, that's my favorite way. 40 chess trade show. Let's make a trade today or check the AMA. You know Adam at the ATM. Mike always in the building. He gonna stay with him. They gon' start every show off with their own trade Fantasies a big ocean, they made their own wave Make sure you tap in there Tuesdays and Saturdays Tuesday night, Saturday morning, ain't no better way Hit that notification bell when the news break Go subscribe right now, don't get the news late Destination Devi, that's the team Dynasty football, man, that's my favorite thing I remember Biggie said it was all a dream Now people watching on their phone and computer screens Welcome to the team Let's start the show Our boy Brandon um, Our boy Koopa Troopa here Sign me the fuck up That really does help your team a lot really does. Sign me the fuck up Sign me the fuck up for that deal too I like what yeah. I like, you know what I mean? Like I don't go to McDonald's and order something different Because I want to expand my portfolio No I'm basic, man. My ass man. is in there. I know I'm what I like. Quarter powder with cheese guy. Every let's go. Uh, Mike, you didn't see in the comments, but uh, T Rock told me to, so I did it. Um, All right. He said, "Quick ATM fart in Mike's drink while he's gone," and so I had to do it. That's it's in that bottle. As soon as you open it, it's gonna smell like shit. <laughs> uh, I ain't gonna lie. I probably pissed on the floor. My wife's gonna kill me in the morning, but fuck it. You better wipe that <laughs> shit up, then. Um, I got you after this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Keep trying to cut tits. I have no idea what the fuck is going on anymore. <laughs> he won't think that of. Keep trying to cut tits. Ass Keep trying to cut. Go. Keep trying to cut tits. Ass speech. <laughs> that is a tongue twister, my friend. What's up, everybody? And welcome back into another edition of the Dynasty Trade Show. And if you're watching this one, this is the first ever two for one right we we do in the second trade show this week so thank you for tapping in hopefully you hit the first one if not go back and watch that one too there's not a lot of crossover it's just dynasty trades but we got so many to talk about we got to split this thing up into multiple shows hope everybody's doing well and adam man we're kind of like jimmy butler in the bubble playoffs right just trade after trade after trade we're gonna carry this thing let's go yeah it's like you know leaned over the table but we gotta win we have to win, and you guys have to win. Everybody tapping into this needs to know what they're doing with their dynasty team. Speaking of which, if you're watching this, new to the channel, and you're like, man, I would like to see what they have to say about our trades, patreon.com forward slash South Harmon. A dollar a month gets you in the door. Go post your trade in the Shithead Trades channel. You'll have a very good chance to get on the show uh, where we have, at this point, like we got to do a second show just to have a chance to get to like, 30, 50% of the trades that go in there. So um, we're doing that now. You're seeing this on Wednesday. We're going to continue to do this premiere twice a week to make sure you have even more Dynasty trades coming your way. But Mike, you know what we do? Fizzle already said it when you watched earlier. We start off with one of our own. This time, we start off with McNutted, which I will say this, Mike. 
you're becoming the controversial. Like, let me just let me just do this to see what the trade show's doing. It's like the, what he was doing in Twitter last year. So we're gonna get to it. Let's see what Mike did. Will Levis, man, Mike. Will Levis, let's talk about this, man. 12-team Superflex lineup. We're starting 13. This is pushing some of the deeper starting lineups you're going to see in a, in a lineup league, right? You're acquiring yep. Will Levis in the 304 from Stanton 21. Um, you are sending away the 202 and the 210. So, like, when you look at the, the meat of this deal, like, you can forget Will Levis just for a second. You're talking about going from the 202 up to the 201, one spot. And then you're going to trade back from 210 to the 304. Um, so, like, on, on paper, that is a go-get-your-guy move. And I know, based on yep. the fact that it's Will Levis, that's what you're doing. Um, the 202 ended up being Michael Mayer. Uh, this isn't on here. Like, this is a tight end premium league, but probably nothing crazy, right? Like, a half-point tight end premium? Okay. Yep. Got that's it. it. Start one, whole works. Okay. So, you're basically going from Mayer to Will Levis and – like 210 to 304 at this point, it's kind of, I'm not going to say it's negligible. Like it's not zero, but like at 210, I'm already starting to feel like, what am I really shooting on? You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm picking a guy that it's very spotty, either draft capital or profile at this point. So the difference from two, 210 to 304 versus the difference in Michael Mayer to Will Levis, Mike, I'll let you talk about it. What do you think? Well, we are uh, the guy who's picking at two ten is on the clock. hasn't made the pick yet, but I can oh, let you know the players we, that are left. Can we get the two ten? Okay, go ahead. What are the players left? Hennon Hooker, Tajay Spears, Tank Bigsby, Roshan, Jalen Hyatt, Luke Musgrave, Cedric Tillman, Chase Brown, Abanacanda, Keishon Butte. Buy sleepers ADP. Those are the next Hold guys. On. I, I know you mispronounced or missaid in it. Tank Bigsby's on the on the board. Yep, sure what? is. I've been trying to figure out this. This, this one has really troubled me, Mike, actually. Uh, this is not trade analysis, and I'm sorry, but I have to do this. Like, the Charbonnet-Kenneth Walker thing is such a debate. Right. Why are people dismissing completely Tank Bigsby from Travis Etienne? No idea. They still invested a – I got news for everybody watching. If they invest a day-two pick into a running back – you should pay attention. You should pay attention. And if you're not paying attention to Tank Bigsby and you think, oh, well, Travis Etienne, he's just, Trevor Lawrence loves him, first-round pick, why are they tanking not just any guy at, in round three? Like, they didn't take Deuce Vaughn. They took Tank Bigsby, a guy right. that is very much relevant in all three downs. So I, I feel like Tank Bigsby is being very much dismissed, which is not a part of the trade. But it could be, though, because he's <laughs> on the board here. Uh, like, like if Tank's at 210 all of a sudden, Mike, would you feel differently about the trade? No. Okay. Once Will Levis made it past the 110, like I was actively trying to trade up to Fair get enough. another quarterback. Fair enough. Like, that's where it was. Just so happened the guy, uh, like at 201, he, uh, he, I sent him a trade offer. He had some slow internet. He didn't see it. He went ahead and picked Will Levis. Oh, uh, so, and you were so like, I, well, just keep it going because that's what I was going to do anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was like, "Oh, I just saw that. Would you would you still do that trade now?" I was like, "Yeah, go for it. No, I'll you swap should, no, one spot to bro, get my you should, guy." You should have hesitated. Yeah. Ah, wasn't what I was gonna do, but <laughs> I uh, gonna, I'll, I'll still do it if you give me a throw in. No, I'm just playing. I, I need that was a, that was a good win. 
I needed another quarterback on this team. I was sitting with Trevor Lawrence and Kenny Pickett, and I took Anthony Richardson at the one hundred three. So oh, you so hold on, you, one- you so hold on, wait, real quick. You had you had T Law, yep. A Rich, and um, Kenny Pickett. Right. Let me ask you this then: with those three in a lineup league, I, I would say this. I, I I know exactly what you're doing, and I like it. But I, I also think there's a lot of people watching that are like, did you need a quarterback for in a lineup league? Didn't. Probably not. Probably don't need one. Right. But I never that, draft on need ever. No, well, that's that's a totally different conversation, which you and I talk about, which is uh, somebody else needs a quarterback three, which could be Will Levis or Kenny yeah. Pickett. And I know that's what you're doing, which is why I'm asking the question, did you need a quarterback for? Because I know you didn't need one. Let me ask you this then. If you didn't need a quarterback for, do you think in this league you can trade Will Levis at some point or Kenny Pickett, right, for much more than, I mean, let's call it what it is, Michael, Michael Mayer and Tank Bigsby? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Okay. You, can, you can get more out of them. Yeah. And I'm not saying you can't. Even by if the way. It's I'm not, not saying you can't, by the way. I'm just I'm I'm walking through the process for everybody. Even if it's not, like let's just say Will Levis is serviceable starting quarterback at some point. Right? Sure. Right. Um yep. Kenny Pickett keeps kind of just doing what he is for the next year. The fact that you have multiple quarterbacks on your roster, this is why I like the process of it, mm-hmm. is because now I'm also open to trading a Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. or an Anthony Richardson. And Adam, I don't need your junk quarterback back. And when I don't need Correct. or I get a junk quarterback back in the deal, I can get ridiculous you tax. prices. You can, tax. You can tax all you want. And that's what – I like that flexibility on my rosters. Do I need a QB4? Hell no. Nah. On a lot of teams, if you got two studs, do you need a QB3? Really? In a super flex league? You it's just all, it's only for insurance at that point, right? right? That's the QB3 it. is for insurance. The QB4 is not for anything other than probably trading and hoarding. Right. The flexibility of – you know, being able to trade an elite or a quarterback away without having to get one back is what I'm really after here. Plus Fair the whole enough. QB horde thing, right? Yep. If I, if I didn't take him, um, like Will Levis, for example, if this trade doesn't go through, I mean, do you take Mayor? At, do you take Mayor at two hundred two, or is it someone different? I'd take A Chain. Would probably be my next pick. A Chain. Fair enough. I'm with Sharps, you. Sharps and uh, Kendra Miller were already off the board. They went 11 and 12. So, A-Chain would have been the pick for me. So, what does this look like let, let, for everyone watching? A-Chain at uh, 202. Uh, well, A-Chain uh, and Bigsby. at 2-2. Right, but you'll take A-Chain, right? I'll take A-Chain, yes. And then at 210, you're taking Bigsby here, right? Yes. If I stuck stuck back. So, yeah. okay. Or or Tajay Spears. I like to diversify my portfolio. I like Spears, too. But let's just say for... The sake of argument, a chain and uh, not Spears, uh, Bigsby, right? Versus Levis and so three hundred four is six picks away. So like, what's the worst case for you? So like, Musgrave, you said was available, right? Musgrave, Cedric Tillman, Chase Brown would kind of be those next guys. Worst case scenario. Let's use Chase Brown. Go really bad. Yeah, let's go worse because I mean there's six picks away. So right. let's say Chase Brown, Chase Brown and Will Levis versus. A chain and Bigsby, what do you want? Will Levison. I want the quarterback. Interesting. Take Interesting. Yeah, I will say this. I I know what you're doing, and I know that Mike is going to make it work. I'll say this because I know how Mike plays. Yeah. 
I, I'm in every league that he's in outside of the ones he won't invite me to because he wants to win them. But <laughs> um, I'm in like 20-something leagues with him. So I know how he trades, how he thinks, what his values are. I mean, I knew what he thought before we started a podcast. That's why we did one. But the whole point is, like, I know Mike is going to make this Will Levis thing work for him unless Will Levis is so bad that he's like Rosen and he just loses value from the beginning he can't do anything. Right. For all of you watching, though, if you don't have the process that Mike does, which is, like, if you don't feel confident enough holding four quarterbacks and making the other people feel it, like, if you're going to be the one to cave, you shouldn't do this. That that I think that's actually the biggest way that I can distinguish this trade from what you should do with your teams. Now, if you feel like I'll lean into this quarterback horde and you're going to have to feel what I charge, the prices are, this is a very fine trade because like Tank and A-Chain, I, I, I like them both, but there's a scenario six, eight weeks in that nobody has any idea that they're very valuable, right? And in this format, even in start 13, which – is different no guarantee there but if you're going to just trade will levis light later this is a terrible trade for you right because big bigsby and a chain could also both be very relevant so i think the biggest thing is like understanding your league and understanding how you are as a manager as far as trading because on paper for most people i think this is tough but i know that mike is going to lean into the quarterback court and make well, it work for him we talk about knowing your league too, right? Just knowing your league. And one of the things that I find interesting too is the risk that some people are willing to go and how they construct their roster just based on their rigid values. Like mm-hmm. the guy who picked at the 101 also had the 11 and the 12, and that's why Will Levis fell to the second round. And oh. this guy this guy has Kyler Murray and Mac Jones on his team as his quarterback position, and he's out here taking Bijan, Charbonnet, Kendra Miller, right? Heavily invested in running backs. Mac is his only quarterback too, bro? Yep. Yep. Really? Passing passing on quarterbacks. So it's like you're playing a dangerous game there. Like it's also setting up for the leverage thing. Like whether you like Will Levis or not, if he's passing on him, who's one of the only teams in the league that has the flexibility to move on from quarterbacks? This guy, Wait, and you're you, building you, your team out on running back positions without security at quarterback. Do Do you think his team would have been beneficial to take a rich at one on one? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And this is okay. So, so everybody here again watching, and you're like, Adam, you're crazy. A rich, he's this could fail quarterback. Like th- these are the type of teams that make me stress the Anthony Richardson thing. Like, Mike, you, you can attest that I've taken Bijan at 101 before. It's not right. saying that, like, I hate Bijan Robinson, the running back, but if your team can't really afford to roster him, like in this scenario, what are you doing at 101? And then you, you took these late first, hoping there'd be something different, but they're not. And you're passing on the quarterback still. When you, right. you already, you're taking a third running back with right. Mac Jones as your quarterback, too. My goodness, man. I don't – here's what I – you know what? We're going to go to the next trade. I, I need to find these leagues that Mike gets in that he doesn't invite me to because I, I'm never invited to this. Like, how, how? Why would you do that? It makes no to be, sense. To be fair, this league has been around longer than you and I have known each other. So 
so how many how many new teams are in it how many orphans are we talking about Uh, we've had a few we've had a few um how how many mainstays can i ask uh let's see what six eight ten three four five six seven seven guys are original okay so five that makes sense five five well but that's over five years right man it's over a while so yeah yeah that makes sense that's about how it goes well this is um i I think for everybody watching that's not in the league a risky deal to get levis but if you know the league and you know that you can get over on fish like at 101 get that extra quarterback so hopefully that process makes sense for you if it doesn't tell us in the comments speaking of that brandon Ayuk, mike for the 112 this is post nfl draft by the way what 12 team super flex ppr lineup start 10 um what can i tell you what i hope cj csr watched our trade show and didn't understand that like when we talked about getting off of receivers that we like for picks it was more about leverage yes than necessarily like i think 110 player for player versus george pickens is a win because especially post NFL draft, like seeing all the running backs that we thought were going to be good that didn't go high. Yes. Seeing that, you know, we had four wide receivers there going round one, but then Mims barely was in round two. Some of these guys that we liked, Josh Downs was, it was already way undersized, goes in round three. It's like, man, 112 was not what we hoped, right? Yes. And we love Brandon Ayuk, and I—I I don't know, man. There, there's no way, there's no way I'm sending my Brandon Ayuk for 112 after the NFL draft ever. No, ever. No, not even close, bro. I would you do this if this was a a true teardown? You know what I mean? Like in in the sense. What are we talking? Can we for everybody watching? Let's let's. Give me the sense of a true teardown because at this point, like, I need to know what that means at 112. Because at 112, we're talking a chain guys that are going in the second a lot of times. And let's go to like some, uh, some, some grosser wide receivers. Brandon IU kind of falls in that range where there's a pretty big tier of wide receivers that we like. Like, as you go right. down the list, the tiers get much bigger. But let's go to some, some grosser tiers, but guys that are still relevant. Like, how about 112 and Tyler Lockett? For your Brandon Ayuk. Lineup start 10, no. Best ball, okay. yes. I mean, best balls, there's going to be a lot of smashes. Trying sure. to find the breaking point in lineup where you feel comfortable. Like, what okay. if you're a contender, 112 and like Keenan Allen? Yeah, I would, do, like I would dynam- do that. I would do that. I'll tell you why. Keenan Allen is value depressed because of age. He's old. And I feel like points per game wise, right? I could replace Ayuk with Keenan Allen if it hits right. But I also know if he gets hurt or something bad happens, I get more like this. 112 for Brandon Ayuk. And I can live with that because it's not like crushing my team. But straight up, no way, right? Like that's, that's the whole point. Like what you're getting at 112 to pass him in dynasty value, maybe. But production-wise, like full PPR, that may never yeah. happen, ever, ever. Well, one for one, there's no way I would because at best you're kind of just hoping whatever the 112 comes close to like what Brandon and I scores in, in the range. 
He's right. going to have some better years. He's going to have some down years. But that's right. kind of similar production, what you're hoping right. that pick becomes. Now, can you be smart? And, you know, Scott jokes about this all the time, and, and we hear it all the time, too. It's like everybody in the past has always – Whoever picked at 111 has gotten Justin Herbert every single year and Justin Jefferson the year before that. They they always always hit him. They always hit him, but there's a lot of turds back there too. I mean, a lot of times the 112 was Jalen Rager or Keyshawn Vaughn or Trey Sermon, right? You know what I mean? There's a lot of landmines. So the range of outcomes is pretty massive. But just with a median, you're kind of hoping you get a Brandon Ayuk level producer. You'd be very happy with it. That's why if there's no leverage on it, there's no way in hell I would do it. But you give me some sort of leverage on it, I could see it, right? You give All me right, a so Juju Smith Schuster. One twelve. One twelve. Let's yeah. talk lineup for a second. Lineup starts yep. in. Give me the pluses to one twelve that you'll take the other side. Juju that said would, that I'd be doing. Um, Jacoby Myers is one that kind of falls in that range for me. Like I'm oh. okay with him. I know it's dirty, but like, I lo- if I'm getting listen, I love gross, Myers, but I'm not doing that lineup all right but um but in best ball it's not even close i would take the other side mike evans i consider that one yep that's like a locket range type thing right like i'd take the other side uh keenan allen like basically playing up the two pieces in age deficiency thing like they're the value her down because of age there like brandon cooks yeah, that one's really tough though because people are so out on him. But I I believe right. him going to Dallas with Dak makes it worth it. But that's kind of the point. Like you're just trying to get a piece that you think could come close to scoring what Brandon Ayuk does, or exactly. maybe even matching. But just maybe give you eighty percent of Brandon. It Ayuk. gives you a shot for eighty percent or more, right? And, and you get the other shot on the draft pick on whoever that became, whoever. You and you could also you, you, you could may, also you trade that away on. for something different right. too, right? Yes. It, it, you also that's could the play I make even in a lineup start ten, or if this was a start nine, it'd be the same thing. Because I don't think Brandon Brandon you like we like him, but lineup start nine or ten, it's not like we look at him and go like this is a foundational no, piece. No, no, lineup start ten though. I view him as a plus flex player. Yeah, right. Good option. So. Like prob- he's going to be my wide receiver two or three, and I'm fine with it. Or he's going to be in my flex, and I'm really fine with it. And see, I'll tell you the problem for me with trading him away. Now, if I get the right value back, I'll do it. The problem is for me, nobody values him like you and I do. Right. So my plus for 112 looks like this, which is nothing. <laughs> and y'all get – you can keep that 112 because I'm taking Brandon IU because I think he's at least – Wide receiver three worthy, which is a flex spot. And in full PPR, I, I like that. So, What um, is the draft pick you need one for one where you would do it on the other side? In this set, you want honesty? Start 10? You want yeah. honesty? 107. It's going to be, like, I was going to say, it's going to be the six or the seven, eight it. 107 is the max I would take the other way. 108, like I'm QJ, out. 108, I'm out. Q, QJ or Brandon Ayuk right now? Ayuk. It's the same tier stuff, right? JSN or Ayuk, then you have. The I'll, take like, I'll take JSN. I'll take J. I'll take, but I'll take JSN there because I know JSN for three to four months trades for more, way more. more, way more. Right now, if I know my league, maybe QJ or Addison trades for more, and I'll take one hundred seven or one hundred eight there, right? Yeah, but like if I don't know my league and I go into this season and I want points, 
Brandon Ayuk. So JSN's the one like guaranteed. Like give me JSN by a mile. Because I know it. I can, I know I can trade them. The other ones, I'm not as sure I can trade them. Just in one for way. one, anything after that, like give me Brandon Are you come good. Yep, appreciate it. Thank yep. you. All right. So anyway, Dynasty Alex, all that to say, good job. Um, all right, we had this on the AMA show, Mike. So this is a ten team Superflex PPR lineup start ten. Uh, M Cup is receiving Jonathan Taylor the 108 and a 24 second from Blanner 21. Blanner 21 is receiving the 102 in Claypool. So we walked through this in the AMA, but we need to do it on the trade show. Like 10 team is different than you and I playing normally. So yes. we can confirm that 102 was used on a quarterback, A. Rich. Claypool in this format is absolutely zero. Like 12 team lineup start 10. Yeah. I probably don't want him. Ten team, I know I don't. So it's yeah. it's it's a rich for JT one oh eight, which is probably like we already talked about it. It's either Addison, QJ, Zay Flowers, whoever you want. And you're betting against this team. Ten team, I actually want the JT side. I'll say this in twelve team though, I want the one oh two. I agree with that. Ten team makes it because Jonathan Taylor and like A Rich right now, uh People probably favor a rich, mm-hmm. just a little bit more. Yep. Um, in, in a ten team league, though, that becomes I'm in. I'm in. very very close. Like I, I would almost venture to say in a ten team league, like a rich still has what we talked about in the AMA. He still has that elite ceiling where he can be a difference maker. But in ten team, like all them quarterbacks get pushed down just a little bit. You know what I mean? Like you got to be Patrick Mahomes or Josh right. if Allen, Jalen Hurts. Like right. you if have you're to be Allen, elite, elite to make Mahomes, a huge difference. Yes, Hurts, Bur- like if you actually mean in points, your value in dynasty, totally different thing in ten team. Because but, a lot of the scarcity comes out of it too. That insulates a lot of the quarterback value. So hundred percent. That's that's why a rich is so risky in this format. Like if he hits, yeah. Take the top off, a rich ruins a league, right? But right. if he doesn't, like holy crap! Imagine losing JT in a ten-team lineup, start ten. You you're, just, gonna, you're gonna hate yourself, right? You you just traded away. You just traded away one of the only running backs that's like a true difference maker as well, right? Right, and you, I know, nuked, I know, and you nuked his value, right? I know relative to to uh, historical averages, like JT is is one of the worst like RB ones. Okay, like Scott has gone over that multiple times. But then you look at the guys who are starting Jonathan Taylor as their anchor, their hero RB, if he's putting up 20 points a game versus some guy that's trying to rotate in, hopefully Rashad White gets me 10 points this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the point. That right. positional advantage comes into play, and then you just throw on Jordan Addison in the second on top of it. That's why I say in a 10-team league, JT and A. Rich – I almost favor Jonathan Taylor just straight I do too. up right now. I do how too. it goes? Ten team, I do too. You give me the extra, and I'll like, toss you back as a roster clogger, a bum, somebody that you know is not like cuttable, <laughs> right? Because you drop him on the waiver wire, somebody will pick him up and spend money on it. But he ain't ever really making your lineup ever. So, but but I mean, JT, like okay, like if you want to compare historically, fine. But show me the running backs that I mean, <laughs> he, he was the running back one. And 21. Show me the list of running backs that can Show, score 20 points per game. And right, it's go, a very, very short list. <laughs> go to the last five years and say, 
who's made a difference at running back? And Jonathan Taylor will be the person that means one of right. the most. Not saying he's the most. I don't actually know that. But he's absolutely in the conversation. And going into this year with a rich there, with a good offensive line, you, d- you mean to tell me Jonathan Taylor can't beat 1,800 yards like he did with almost right. 20 touchdowns? Okay, you bet against that. I'll take JT, and here's your rookie quarterback that may not play week one. So, 10-team, I'll take that 100%. Of the and then on top of that, right, you get the rookie quarterback who may not play week one. Let me get your second, too, just so when you are just, bad. Just so if you <laughs> if you really F this up, right, if you really, really fuck this up, like, let me get – uh, that and you can have um, Claypool too. So anyway, twelve team superflex lineup start ten. Mike, curious your thoughts here. Tajay oh, Spears, John Mechie. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get attacked again for not liking. I'm John so Mechie. excited. I'm so excited to bring this deal on. But when I saw this in the trade show channel, I was like, you know what? This makes the trade show one of the two days because we got two days now. Right. This is basically like football. Back in the day, for those of you who didn't play, we got two a days. We got two, <laughs> two a days. Tajay Spears or John Mechie. Lineup start ten. Come on, man. This ain't. This isn't close to me. Not at all. John Mechie. No nothing. way, right? Like not He's even nothing. really close. He's nothing in a start ten. I mean, you can do the whole song and dance and happy body thing about it, but there's a stop, lot of things man, working stop. against him. Is it a nice story? Yeah. Like I wish him all the best in health. Like, I root for the guy. But it's Houston. He's just kind of a dude. He wasn't that great of a prospect coming in. Like, we can stop. He was man. okay. He, he, he was above average. He was average. okay. But he was, he was also average. kind of beneficiary of Alabama and stuff. Like, right. We right. were a little dicey on his profile to begin with. Now, I wanted him still. But now it's like, okay, he's coming off Hodgson lymphoma. I... I you know, I understand the cancer thing. I, I'm, I'm, my dad's had it for a long time. I am rooting for Mechie as a player. Yes. But in Dynasty, I'm not willing to bet on this. And then we get to settings, and it's 12 team Superflex lineup start 10. So in this format, you're probably looking at either quarterback, run, two running backs, and three receivers, or two receivers. And three flex. Either way, your odds of starting John Mechie in this format, pressing the button, are not good. I don't know how else to right. say it. Like, it's really bad. Like, really low. And if you do start John Mechie, he beat the odds by millions or your team blows. Period. Yeah. Right? It like, is. Is that, is that fair? Am I being too yeah. harsh? Like, I don't no. know. You're being honest, and, and we're talking about one that, you know, Tajay Spears is written on here, so a running back. You're betting on the running back, or it could be like we talked earlier, could be Tank Bigsby hanging out there or Roshan Johnson hanging out there. Right, you, right. you can make the bet on the running back and feel much better about the chances of them being in your lineup because the running back's a crappier position. But, Adam, even if I say all them running backs are, are gone, you're looking at a guy with a profile like Jaden Reed. You're looking at a guy like but, a profile with like Rasheed Rice with draft capital. But think about it You're this looking, way, though. Even right, if you like, get real gross, go ahead. even if you get real gross, Josh Downs or John Mechie right now. Like in this setting, if you had to pick one, you're forced I'll to pick take, one. I'll take Downs because of a year reset. 
but they're probably the same thing. Probably the same thing, but, but I get a year reset. Has a little hype. Yes. Right. Now, let, let me just say this part, too, for people that are, if you want to fight me, I hope you don't, but if you do, go ahead. Put in the comments. Tell us. We actually want to hear it. Lineup start 10, right? What I know about this is what I'm going to first do is put Tajay Spears on my taxi because you guys are screaming somewhere. Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry. Fine. Tajay Spears will go on my uh, taxi for a year. If you play in leagues like almost every normal league, John Mechie can't stay in your taxi when the year starts. First and foremost, you use an actual roster spot on John Mechie. Before we even get to, to the fact that Tajay Spears doesn't, doesn't acquire one, right? Then at any point during the season, if Henry's traded, if he finally cliffs and gets hurt, Tajay Spears can come out of the taxi spot. John Mechie has been sitting in your real roster and has never left there because he will not all year. Right. And guess what else? Even if at the end of this whole thing, Neither one of them come out of the taxi or the regular bench spots. Guess what's probably most likely to happen? Derrick Henry finally moves on from Tennessee? Or John Mechie is a top 25 wide receiver in Dynasty? There's no, there, there is no win for the Mechie side other than an unbelievable heroic story of John Mechie hitting levels that you don't want to bet on, in my opinion. Yes. So yeah, anyway, hard pass. Yeah. Give me the two eleven. Tell me I'm harsh, but here I am. Um, all right. Rocks box, 12 team, super flex, half PR, half point tight end premium. We're starting 10 Mark Andrews again, man. So Mark Andrews in the 25 pass, second one Oh nine. Let's talk Zay flowers again. George Pickens in the 24 second from Nico Janison. Both of these receivers say it's safe flowers and George Pickens and the second. Like, give me the tight end, man. <laughs> give me the tight end. Give me Mandrews. That's there's, the one there, that you're going to plug no in way. every single week. There's that no is the way. one you're plugging in every single week. And then just because he's like, yeah, I'm going to need a 25 second back too because reasons. Can I tell you <laughs> what the reason? You didn't even need it. <laughs> Can I tell you the reasons that – that now I know Rocksbox, Savage team member, by the way. Shout out to him. Now I know he's playing the game, right? So what, what happened here? This 24 second that wasn't his that he acquired from this guy, he sent it back like, here you go. Like, you, you got some work to do. Like, take this. Now I got next year's to do it again. <laughs> we'll just go back here. We'll, back we'll play the, the game next year again. We'll go back to the drawing board of like, you know, you're going to need something. I'll throw you some youth pieces again and I'll take your, I'll take your Mark Andrews. My goodness. I, get me off of this trade. I'm <laughs> Mike, do you have any further analysis? I'm actually like looking at this, yeah. like, Oh my gosh, this is crazy. This is crazy. In a, in a best ball league, like say start 13, would you be interested at all in the three for? Yeah. If I really need a tight end, but it's it's premium. Like, I, I got to be loaded to pay that. But I would okay. do it if I needed to. Like, if it's – like, if you're telling me I've already built my team appropriately and I'll lose, like, Pickens Flowers in a second swap a year ahead, I'll do it for Andrews. But I also better have a team that's already, like, built right. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. I'm probably still leaning into it just because of the warp advantage, but it would depend on my depth. Correct. Correct. It's on, we agree. So like if you build it right, I'll take Andrews here, right? The, the thing in best ball, I think that gets people in trouble is they're like, Oh, I want Andrews here. Well, what is your team like? Like right. if you just take Andrews here, cause he, it makes sense in value. Okay. So you're rolling out, you know, John Mechie from the last trade as wide receiver two in best ball. I'll see you yeah. in the, uh, we'll see you in the conference, uh, semis in the consolation bracket. So, right. um, you know, like just, it, it's kind of about depth there before I can make a trade like this. If that makes Get sense. you. Get right. you. Lineup makes this pretty easy. Start Lineup 10 is makes stupid. It even this is crazy, man. And the yeah. fact that he just, he already leveraged that 20. I, I know exactly what's happening here. He leveraged that 24 second against him and how he can do it again next year. That's just, that is, you don't even least, have a heart. You don't even have a heart, Roxbox. Like, where is your heart, damn it? That is just, it, that's savage. I All right, Mike. It. Kenneth Walker. We talked about him last week on the trade show with B. 12-team Superflex lineup start 10. A lot of lineup leagues lately. Kenneth Walker versus Danny Dimes. Mm. Where Where is the pivot point for you with Kenneth Walker and the hate? Because I know you hate Danny Dimes, too. I can go on both sides of this one, to be honest. This is mm-hmm. a really tough one. Like mm-hmm. I think Kenneth Walker's falling down too much, and I'm not buying into all the Daniel Jones hype. He's a starting quarterback, and he's like somewhere around QB 15. 16. Do you, do, I don't. do you buy into the contract at all, though? I mean, it's nice. It's nice, but what did they do really to like support it this year? They they, they franchise Saquon. Yeah, they brought in Darren Waller, so that was nice. But then you look hey, at the wide hey, receivers. Num- number analysis number twelve. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> and then they just uh, they surround them with a ton of slot receivers. So awesome. Mechie. <laughs> not, 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 uh, basically, but Wandell, but sorry. Basically, uh, it's just, I don't know. He's okay. Like, uh, you want him in, in in super flex leagues because he's a quarterback and he matters. But and he's in the range where I, he's usable. I think it's just your opinion on Kenneth Walker. Do you think he's fallen this far where it's like now we're kind of into the guys? I don't want Daniel Jones as my QB1. I don't. No, no, no. But I, I think Daniel Jones is a. Even in a lineup start 10, I think he's a sneaky good quarterback too. And yep. if he's my quarterback three, I'm elated. You're over the moon. Yes. You... So I think that's a big thing too. Like, I'm with you. If, if you're telling me Daniel Jones is your quarterback one in this format, like, you're done. I'm sorry. <laughs> so unless you have – unless you get lucky on Geno or Goff or, you know, something like that, you're done. Now, if he's your quarterback two – Okay, fine. Now, if you if you traded Kenneth Walker away, Mike, let me just ask you this: and Danny Dimes becomes your quarterback too, how do you feel about this? It's still fine. It's still fine. I'm not saying I mean, it's like a smash, like you just no. crushed the value, but you you solidified a quarterback too. That's big in lineup star ten, right? I th- yeah, I think we can talk that Daniel Jones is a safer play here but probably doesn't carry the same upside. You know what I mean? Like there's a scenario. I'd where agree there. I'd agree. Kenneth Walker absolutely gets nuked, right? It's a, it ends up being a 60, 40 split and Sharps is the one with, with the 60. Listen, I'm not and ready Kenneth, to hear that. All right. I have a lot of Kenneth Walker. There's a scenario where that I know, happens. I, right? I know. I know it is. I'm, I know. 
But there's also scenario, there's also a scenario where Sharps really just doesn't do anything, and it's like the Kenneth Walker show again, kind of sure. like it was last year. Yep. And in that case, for one year, running back such a, a barren wasteland like Kenneth Walker will outsmash whatever Dan Daniel Jones was going to do as your QB two, least in least in warp advantage, at least in the ability to have leverage over your league mates. For one or two possible right. years, right? Because it's just a, it's just another okay quarterback. Like it's not a difference making guy, but he's fine, right? I would say the 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 less risky option though is always going to be Daniel Jones, where it's just, hey, for the next couple of years, this guy's going to be a, a quarterback. People a lot, you know, kind of like him. They don't hate him, anyways. He's just a dude. He's not a difference maker, but. It's quarterback position. I got one that's a starter, and I got one that's a locked-in starter. So that right. is the less risky option. Yep. That's why I say it's a pretty even trade. It, I'd have to know how the teams are constructed to look at it to like really give you a definitive which side would I want. But yeah, I there's a that. lot of scenarios. So just in a vacuum looking at it, I would say if I had to lean one, I'm going to go Daniel Jones just because of the risk, Yep. Uh, the yep. less risk. But – Man, it's it's crazy to think that Kenneth Walker has fallen this far. If this Sharps thing well, doesn't happen, I'm looking at this going, man, I'll take the Kenneth Walker side easily. Now, now I'm going to tell you what's funny, though, right? And you talk about Kenneth Walker, and I'm with you. But if you go back a year ago when Kenneth Walker was 102-103, right, people hated some Kenneth Walker. Right. But you know who they really hated? Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. So even a year ago <laughs> – Kenneth Walker maybe wins this. What's funny, though, is a full year from now, when Kenneth Walker actually proved all the naysayers wrong, right? Think about that for a second. Kenneth Walker was, I know everyone will say I'm crazy because nobody wants to use, uh, you know, recent history. They all, they all want to think about recency bias, but there was actually people that told you that Chris Carson was going to be healthy. And Rashad Penny was the workhorse. And, like, Kenneth Walker won't do anything in his rookie season. Right. He did. Not only did he, he was the the feature back for, like, right. 10 plus weeks. And now to think that Daniel Jones surpassed him, got a contract and surpassed him, because in this trade we both agree we're going to lean Daniel Jones. That's crazy. Now, I'll I'll tell you why in this I'm going to lean Jones. Um, now, now had they not taken Sharps, I think we got a real conversation here. But I think the difference now with the, them taking Sharps is this. You're betting that Kenneth Walker getting the draft capital last year means more than what Sharps got this year. And it was a little better for Walker, but it's the same round. Right, and it's also yep. Pete Carroll and a GM and Snyder that's like, yeah, we're just going to keep taking, it. we're going to keep taking these running backs, and I like Walker a lot, but the problem is now that Jones has a contract. Here is the totally different thing from a year ago. Daniel Jones in a lineup start ten, I'm fine at quarterback too, but here's the biggest part. I can put him in a deal and probably get to the table of anyone outside the top five. Yeah. Kenneth Walker gives me no chance to do that anymore. Right. None. That is where, for me, 
it's not even just leaning. I want Daniel Jones. So All right. that's the main reason. Now, if you tell me we move forward and you're going to start week one and you're going to bet one or the other, I'm with you. I'd lean Daniel Jones. But like if Kenneth Walker ends up taking the reins again and, and Sharps doesn't do anything, like are you, are you guaranteeing me that Kenneth Walker can't be a top five, six running back in, in next year? No. There's no way you can. There's no way you can. So I know what you're fighting, but I, I'm just in my process, I'm like, man, I'll let Kenneth Walker go. I'll try to get Daniel Jones and add something to get a top 12 quarterback, solidify that, and then I'll try to see if I can go get Roshan or Devon A. Chain or some other running back that's way more, way cheaper in value. So that's the best way I could say that one. I think it just reaffirms my uh, my thought that I hate these one-for-one deals. <laughs> I'm it's some leverage somewhere. <laughs> All right, man. Um, we got a deal here, Mike. And th- this deal is – so this is one of our new patrons, uh, uh, Portentry. Been supposed to get this on here for a while. So Portentry, I apologize because I know you sent this to me in DMs and he put it in the trade show. But people were like, you know, you got to send the real trades. He was like, listen, they're – you don't want to see the graphics and it's on ESPN. They haven't moved it yet. So let's just talk about a couple of these, right? So he is getting a 24 first is being traded away for McCaffrey and cousins. And then you're looking at Javante Williams and the one Oh five in the first one. See, see, I can't even read this, Mike. Can you read this? Right. Right. I'm looking at a 24 first. 24 first. Christian McCaffrey, Kirk Cousins for Javante in the 105? Right. Jesus, Louise. 10-team, half PPR, lineup starting at So, single quarterback league. So, let me just say this, man. Let me just there's, give you – There's still no way in hell, like, give me Christian McCaffrey <laughs> let me, let me, just let me for say, the Javante in the 105. Like, let me I'm read from the, from the Discord. The, com- the combined trades I sent. He sent away the 103, the 105 – Javante and DK Metcalf. He receives Lamar, Tyreek, CMC, a 24 first, which is expected to be early, and the 23206. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so when we read the second one, right? He traded away uh, Cousins, DK, and the 103. He receives Lamar and Tyreek. So, again, when we look at the both of them, Sent away 103, 105, Javante and DK Metcalf. Mm-hmm. He's receiving back Lamar, Tyreek, CMC, projected mid to early 24 first in the 206. Top part, just break it down, keep it easy. Absolute smash. Christian yep. McCaffrey over the 105 in Javante. No question about it. The Cousins is free. The, 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 the first, the 24 first he got back is also free. Right. Awesome. Cool. You go to the bottom side. Lamar over Kirk Cousins by quite a bit, even in a one QB league. By Lamar a lot. Be a by a lot. By, by a lot. lot. Yep. Um, Tyreek in the 206 versus DK in the 103. So that'd be like DK and JSN or DK and Gibbs in a one QB. I think I'd be willing to take the uh, the Reek side, man. PP- full PPR? 10 team? Close, close. I, I think it's I think it's closer because Tyreek and like DK and JSN or DK and Gibbs is pretty intriguing as well. 
like to get those two back. I agree. I, I my only concern is like DK since Russ has been gone has actually not been the best scorer. Now right. I still want DK. I think he's valuable, but I think Tyreek. Like remember Tyreek yes. left left Mahomes and scored the most fantasy points he's ever scored. Right. DK lost Russ, and I don't think that scenario ever exists again. Like, the points per game-wise, that's the big thing for me. Now, I think in value, what you could trade away, I'd take the other side. Points per game, I want the Tyreek side. The tricky part is, like, how much I value more Lamar Jackson than Kirk Cousins in a one QB league. Like, how that, much does that make up for it? It makes everything. One quarterback, it makes everything, man. I, I don't. That's why I don't play in one QB leagues, man. Get some super flex leagues. Well, upgrade. <laughs> upgrade boys we gotta upgrade but uh the top one is just such a smash so if you look at it in a totality it doesn't really matter i'm like splitting hairs on the bottom one adam <laughs> he killed it killed it as a whole easily but that, that that's the thing in one quarterback right like if you think about cousins okay so like cousins basically put you in the quarterback one mix like he's not gonna lose the league for you but he'll never win one for you right Lamar can straight up remove two pieces in a lineup yes. start nine that you don't win because he's so good at quarterback. Now that he has a bag, really, really, really want that side. And you're talking about a guy that's a threat to score 30, 40 every single week. So. Would any, well, let me ask you, Mike, everybody watching, would anybody be shocked if Lamar was the quarterback one in fantasy next year? Nope, we've already seen it. We've already seen him break fantasy at one point. So, so he just got the bag. He doesn't have to take a shit anymore mid game. He's you know not going to miss any time. No, nope, nobody would be shocked by that in fantasy points per game. I'm not talking about how they win and where they go in the playoffs. Like, like I think it's a big deal from Lamar to Cousins personally in one quarterback. I don't I don't play in a lot of them. I play in some. It's only redraft, but I think that matters a ton, man. Especially in the the bulk of this deal, I just had to look it up too, man. Uh, Jalen Hurts had a phenomenal year last year, right? And points per game wise, QB one, okay, twenty five point six points. Lamar is like two and a half points ahead of him. When I was going to say, I know, I know, Lamar was like twenty eight. So yeah, <laughs> count me in yeah, on Lamar. Yeah. Lamar can break fantasy. So uh, anyway, pouring tree. Appreciate you subscribing to the channel. I know that was late. I told you it would be on there a while ago. It's been busy. So, um, appreciate you tapping in and joining the shithead uh, patron. And glad we got it on. Mike, let me ask you, man. We had seven more deals. Trades number two for this week. What do you think of these deals here? These were some good ones to talk about, especially. Uh, really figured out I hate one for one deals. I was gonna say <laughs> my, Mike was really upset with a couple one for ones. That the Kenneth Walker or Daniel Jones, he he wouldn't even admit Daniel Jones won because he just hated the whole trade. I hate the whole thing. I think <laughs> the other thing is anytime John Mechie comes up, like I'm just prepared to take bullets. Uh, <laughs> gonna At take this it. point, you just lean into it. It's like a quarterback yeah, board, why right? Not? Yeah. Why not? And uh, the ESPN format, looking at trades on there. I think we, Adam, we finally found something that's worse than MFL as far as looking I, at those. I'm trades. not gonna lie, I never thought that existed, and Ta-da. I put these, I put these on there, like thinking, like, yeah, this just makes sense. And I read them, and I immediately went to the Discord to read our messages because I knew I needed clarity, and that should tell you everything you know 
about why Matthew Barry left ESPN and why you should, if you're doing anything on ESPN, leave uh, Dynasty, regular, you know, redraft, doesn't matter. That Was that not confusing for just reading yes. just a trade? Like, yeah, what in the hell? Horrible. I hate it. I hate, I it, hate it too. All right. We anyway, get spoiled, we get spoiled with our sleeper, nice, clean UI, nice, easy to read trades. Like I, I'm almost a snob at this point too. Like when people screenshot sleeper trades from you, right. you see too. When they sleep, yes. screenshot them from the the PC, from the website, I get mad at that too. Like, give me the phone. Like I I'm like, no, nah, man, I want the mobile. Give me the mobile. Stop playing with me, or at least send me the link so I can scroll through it on my own. Like just. What I'm looking at is terrible, so right. we're, we're also snobs in our own way. But uh, if you do want your deals fe- featured on this show, patreon.com forward slash South Harmon, dollar a month, get you in the door, get you access to the Shithead Trades channel. Uh, Mike, what do you want to plug, man, before we get out of here? Because this is the this is the first time ever, two trade shows in the same week. Double dipping, man. Uh, just can't stress enough, just what Adam said, get in the, get in the Patreon, get in the Discord. Trades are coming in hot and heavy, so if you want to get on here, it's a perfect time, especially when we go to to two shows a week, two trade shows a week. We got plenty of time to get those deals in, and we had to expand because we couldn't get them all in. If we'll talk we couldn't about get them in deals, in one day. We, we can't ever rapid-fire deals. We, we don't ever work that well, and not every single trade is going to be a slam dunk. So the, the point is to dive into the intricacies of your league strategy not just look at player names and and values but also the reasoning why so in future when you have the same kind of process the same kind of tier of players right you go oh i remember talking about this one or i remember this being broken down that's the mindset ultimately when we do trades that we're trying to get into i just don't want to do player x or player y because that's what keep trade cuts for and that's why I hate that place. <laughs> yeah, if you want if you want to keep trade cut, you can go over to keeptradecut.com. If you want to use their algorithm, I would strongly suggest you do something else because the uh, the trade calculators just, you Oof. know, let's say exploitable is the best uh, best word that I can use for that. Yes. But um, other than that, that's all we got for you. I hope you enjoyed the uh, the second edition of this week's Dynasty Trade Show. We appreciate you tapping in. Um, if you're not going to subscribe to the Patreon, totally understand that. Please, if you could, helps us out tremendously. If you go down, hit the like, subscribe, comment even. Just tell us, you know, Mike and Adam, you guys, y- you shouldn't be doing Dynasty Trade Reviews. Shouldn't shouldn't tell us what trades are. Whatever the case may be, do that for us. Um, we, it would greatly be appreciated by us. Other than that, Mike, um, this is Wednesday, man. We will see you back here, same time, same place except for on Saturday mornings for the second edition of next week's trade. We're out of this thing. Peace. Peace.